Okay, we ready? Welcome to Election Profit Makers, your guide to winning and losing money on political outcomes, current events, related catastrophes. And you may notice something different this week. It's not David's voice that you're hearing. It's it's my voice, John. And that's because David is not here this week. But Starly is here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the Starly and John show this week. Hi, Starly. Hi, with my co-host from down... From down south. Way down south. Long John Silver. And Starly Quinn. Maybe this entire show should be us just imitating David. No, we're not giving, no. We're not going to do that? He would love that. We could do some songs. We are, we, are, we are our own people. I can't. I was just thinking yesterday that I might not have a future in entertainment unless I know how to sing. Really? That's a thing? That you have to know how to sing? Yeah. All comedy people sing. Really? And I can't sing. Well, I saw your episode in um, Search Party, and you didn't sing in that, and I was impressed. My cameo? Yeah, your cameo. I didn't sing. No, but it was good. Hold on. This puppy is really, really jumping okay. around. That's fine. Hold on. Starly's having puppy issues. She's got a wild, rambunctious puppy, and we have a wild, rambunctious show for you. Uh, I hope you guys are having a happy Memorial Day. Happy, no. I hope you're having enjoyable Memorial Day. Okay, Starly's back. I was just talking about Memorial Day. I wished I wished our audience a happy Memorial Day. Oh, that's nice. And, no, I don't think it was, actually. I noticed there was there's less savings on Memorial Day than Labor Day. Go on uh, Facebook Marketplace. I think I'm trying to sell some furniture right now on Facebook Marketplace. It's in excellent condition. Uh, a six-piece living room set, and nobody will take it. I think the entire country has gotten over the pandemic and is just out there moving and buying new furniture. Or they don't want to spend their money on furniture right now because they've just been sitting on furniture for a year, and, <laughs> and they're just like— <laughs> No more. We don't. We don't care what we sit on. We'll sit on boxes. Just get us out of this house. Oh, that might. That's a good point, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pay somebody to come take this off my hands, maybe. But this morning you texted and said you thought you found a buyer. Yeah, I know, but it's a little. It feels a little suspect. It was um, hmm. a grandmother who said she's buying it for her. Her, her grandmother. Her well, <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded really sweet, so I immediately thought it might be a, a, a scam. She was like, I'm buying it for my grandson who is starting nursing school and um, I can't pay you right away because I don't get my social security, but she could pay me in like three days. She wants to take it before that? No, no, no. He still wants to take it after that. He wants to take it like three days after that. So she's so, saying put a hold on it for three days? Yeah. And then he'll come and get it on the 6th. Maybe a good deal? Sounds like a wait and see. It, that's what I said. I said, maybe. I said, maybe I've sold it. I don't know. And then she said, can you help him move it? And I said, uh, no. No. I, I can't. But this is on Facebook. This is not on Craigslist. The scams don't happen on Facebook as much, right? Yeah, you're right. The election proved that scams don't happen on Facebook <laughs> okay. much. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's start the show. Have we not started the show? Well, we did. But let's Welcome talk about— Welcome to Election Profit Makers. Yes. Last week, I just would like to point out that my friends from New York City 
Brandwine's Bagels here in Chapel Hill, his 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 Alex's family was very very high on Garcia for New York City mayor, and I was not so sure that they knew what they were talking about. But I did mention it as a tip, a tip that I did not follow, but I hope that the rest of you all did, because Garcia, when we recorded last. Monday was was trading at nine cents, and right now she is trading at twenty five cents. So I, you know, I I didn't I didn't, I have I've I've been in the Garcia market for a while now, not because your friends, although um, I give them full point for calling it. Thank you. Um, I also, by the way, called the killer in mayor of Easttown. I called it. Uh, yes, and I didn't say on Twitter who it was because there's a whole thing where people think. Some people think a guess, a theory is a spoiler, even though you don't have any more information than they do. So people don't like that. Oh, okay, and right. so I just said that I had my theory queued up, and then the second day they said who it was, I wrote, I called it, and I have to trust that people trust me that I am telling the truth. And Stephen King also last week said he had a theory about who did it, and he said, I'll tell, I'll say it next week. And Stephen King couldn't resist saying his guess before this episode came out. He does that, though. Didn't he do that with Game of Thrones and threw out some spoilers and everybody got really angry at him? But they're not spoilers if you're just guessing. <laughs> they're not spoilers if we all have the same information. Okay. That's, see, that's, where I, that's what I dispute as a spoiler. It's only a spoiler if you've seen it and then you ruin it. But if you're a guess, if you're the theory, I love theories. And Stephen King saying he had a theory is what made me think I should have a theory, and then I had the same theory, but I didn't know it was his theory. Can you say who it is now? Yeah. Was it the mayor of Easttown? <laughs> I thought I thought it was the mayor. I Sure, you're a dad, of course. We were talking about New York City mayors and I thought this was the mayor of Easttown, but it's the mayor. It's Mir. It's a perfectly normal name for a woman to have. Well, I just audially it didn't process for me. No, it's crazy. It's a crazy name for someone to have. Mayor of Easttown. What kind of name is that? I I don't know. So it was did mayor do it? No, mayor did not do it. Um Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, here's me, give me a warning, spoiler alert, Ryan Ross did it. But I knew. Stephen King also knew. Okay, Serial. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Mm. Apparently it was a big influence on uh, Mystery Show. I'm just kidding. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was not an influence on Mystery Show, but it did come out before Mystery Show. That doesn't matter. If you were in production. Yeah, I was in production for Mystery Show. Yeah, before Serial. But I didn't make Mystery Show because of Serial. I know you didn't. So, so and yeah, I want not, everyone else to know Some people don't know that. that. I know. Yeah, well, thank you. That's why I'm going to mention it right now. Thank you. That Serial, the, uh, the first Serial, did you know who did it? Well, none of us know who did it. But I, know, I know who did it. <laughs> Adnan? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he did it. And if you've ever seen uh, uh, <laughs> Making a Murderer, have you seen that? Yeah. That guy did it, too. Yeah, that guy definitely did it. <laughs> it, it definitely Making a Murderer guy did it, because I just want to say that um, our friend Sam was convinced that the cops set up the guy from Making a, a Murderer. And I'm not saying that the cops didn't set him up and do various things and cheat and everything. But when there is a body that is burned up in your front yard and buried in your front yard, nobody set you up for that. 
There's, uh, there's easier ways to set someone up. Much, much easier ways to set somebody up <laughs> much than burning less. a body, digging a hole, <laughs> putting it in your front yard. I mean, that is just craziness. How about Michael Peterson? I mean, that's kind of close to home, the Mike Peterson stuff, because, you know, I used to go to the same YMCA. Okay. With Mike Peterson. Respect. Uh, but, yeah, Mike Peterson did it. <laughs> yeah. Any of these, has there, has there ever been one that you've heard and thought, no, that they didn't do it? Or are you always a, they did it? That's a good question. And I make, I think, I don't want people to think that I'm like one of these guys that always thinks that people do it. Because I'm big on having a, a defense and I think prosecutors are generally pretty bad people. And I also think Mike Peterson deserved another trial. And I think, I think that the district attorney uh, did not handle it correctly. And I think Mike Peterson should be out. That doesn't change the fact that he did it. Um, I, no, I don't know of any others. Uh, well, OJ, I don't think he did it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Did you watch the Adnan, like the HBO thing about Adnan or about that murder? No. I didn't watch it. But they, apparently they make a compelling case that it was um, the boyfriend, the other boyfriend. I'm sure they do. But having watched, <laughs> having watched the documentaries on, on Mike Peterson, there are so many things that they leave out. Having watched that entire trial here, they, they, they do. They make a very compelling case. And people are like, and you're like, but you have no idea. They left out the thing about the red neurons appearing that she had been dead for this many hours. And, and I understand why they didn't include it because it wouldn't be compelling TV and you would know immediately that he was guilty. And he's dating the editor. Yes, exactly. Did, wait, you watched it like in real, like on TV when it was out? Yes, I actually knew somebody who was on the defense team uh, who, who um, was interning with the defense team. Not that I had any inside information from him. And he, by the way, completely believed that Mike Peterson was innocent. Whoa. So what, why doesn't his word mean anything? Because listening he, to your friends who just moved to North Carolina who sell bagels about Catherine Garcia, why aren't you listening to Michael Peterson's someone on his defense team? Because he's on the defense team. That's his way. That's how you have to think when you're on the defense team. He was too close to the situation. Like Sarah Koenig. Yes. Only I am rational enough to be able to see <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Do you think everyone, when he would talk to you, would he talk to you about Michael Peterson's innocence? Yes. And I'd be like, dude, I'm like, are you serious? You seriously believe? And he's like, look, I just, I don't think it's clear. I'd like to talk to him now and, and see what he, he thinks. I feel like when I watched the second new episode of The Staircase, I haven't seen them in a long time. I remember thinking, I remember watching the first batch of Staircase and thinking he did it, but that he didn't seem like he got a fully fair case. Or but the way it was edited made us devastated that he got a guilty verdict, even though we thought he did it. And then I watched the next one, and he was an old man in jail, in prison, and I felt like, oh, he didn't do it. And then I watched this latest batch, and he has that moment where he, um, like, disassociates and talks about how, like, in a hypothetical way, if you were to do something, you can convince yourself you didn't do it. Right. I think you can convince yourself you didn't do it. There was another point where he walks out and he and he's talking about, and that was the last time I saw Kathleen alive. And then he said, no, no. 
No, the last time I saw her alive was on the staircase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he, I, I, I mean. What was he like at the gym? Oh, my God. That guy is ripped. Smithers ripped. Yeah. I mean, he, he worked out. He always wore long pants because he had his um, tracking bracelet on. And his son also, Todd Peterson, would work out there sometimes too. Why is he wearing that ankle monitor? Why is he covering up the ankle monitor? Does he think no one's going to recognize him if they don't see the ankle monitor? I don't know. I think I, I would probably cover it up. I'd just be kind of embarrassed. Maybe he doesn't like his ankles. I don't know. Never seen him. But are you currently seeing him at the gym? Not currently. Before COVID? No. Three, three years. Three years or so. I stopped going to that gym. On a treadmill or? No, no. He was on the, uh, like, the dip machine. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do dips. Mm. You going to stick by that story? Yes, yes. I was just about to say that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Dips. Dips. So I have stock. I have shares in Catherine Garcia, but it's not because of your friends, although mm, I have to say I probably would not have listened to your friends. I didn't understand their their credentials weren't enough for me. But I already had I'd already invested in Catherine Garcia. I got her at 9. She's currently at 24. And how much how much you bought like 1000 shares? I wish. I wish. I bought 450 shares of Catherine Garcia because I'd already bought 1000 of Scott Stringer at 6. And so Starly, you are at such high rolling now. You want to know <laughs> you want to know what a big high roller I am right now? I have 100 shares of Eric Adams at this point and that's it. <laughs> I'm up $19. I mean, well, that's a, what that's am good. I doing? <laughs> I bought 450. I don't know why I stopped at 50 short of 500. That doesn't make any sense to me. No, that's weird. So now I'm, she's just been surging. I mean, she's been holding steady at 23, 24 since your friends leaked this information. Right. And Eric Adams is ahead of Eric, Andrew Yang now pretty consistently. They're neck and neck. So, I mean, according to Predict It, when we all know that Predict It knows everything, it's a three-person yeah. race. We should have predicted if, who, if Adnan did it. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sure there'd be some really great, cool theories about that. Uh, it's a three-person race, Yeah. I would like it. I would like there to be one more debate that gives Scott Stringer just a little bit of a bump, so we can get back up to six cents. So I can unload this stock. Well, we have one more debate coming. I believe it is June the second. Wait, it's coming up now. So we should talk about what's gonna if anything will change from that debate. Well, it's going to be on television, um, mm -hmm. a medium that people watch, and they'll be in the same room, so not Zoom. Huge. Yeah, they could they can like physically intimidate one another. You know how they do in like presidential debates sometimes. Like they come out, Al Gore came out and shook George W. Bush's hand. He was a lot taller than uh, W, so he was he was trying to like you know alpha move him. It didn't really work. But maybe uh, maybe Eric Adams is a big guy and he'll kind of like tower over Yang or something. Wow, this group of bruisers. Like, I don't know. After that last debate, I, don't, I, I, I feel like the gloves came off just over Zoom. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen when they're, when they're all together. I could see Donovan tripping someone or Scott Stringer maybe putting, like, a whoopee cushion down. Or maybe it's the exact opposite. I've always sort of had this theory. You know I love New York. Mm -hmm. That New Yorkers are kind of all talk. There's a lot of chirping and talking in New York, the type of stuff that in the South, you talk back to somebody, 
you get punched in the face pretty quickly or whatever. You see it in traffic too. There's a lot of like honk honk beep beep yeah whatever. You know, if somebody honks at you in the south, it's people get highly offended. There's certain things that are are fighting words in in other part of the country, you know. Like if you were to say, hey, buddy, watch where you're going, you jerk. In New York, the guy would just go, you're a jerk. But if you were to say that here. Hey, I'm walking here is what it actually Yeah, or say. whatever. But if you were to say that in North Carolina in certain places, I don't really know what would happen. Where does the movie They Live take place? Have you seen that? No, I've never heard of it. Los Angeles. It's a John Carpenter movie. And there's like Roddy Rowdy Piper, is in it? And the, whole, and the movie has these incredible scenes where fights break out in the street and they last really long time. It's really good. We should maybe watch that for the movie club. They last a long time? Physical fights? Yeah. You're watching it and you can't believe how long the scene is going on for. It's amazing. I don't even want to tell you what the plot is. Um, but the fighting is tied to that. You'll really like it. But that's Los Angeles, which I do think fights break out in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. New York is a little bit different. New York has this reputation, but New Yorkers are pretty relaxed. You can kind of tell the people that aren't New Yorkers in New York. They're the ones freaking out. Uh, Speaking of movies. I was going to say speaking of America. Okay. You go first. You go. I know you've been talking about how um, removed you've felt from movies since the pandemic has started. Did you have any news this week? Oh. <laughs> good, 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 good what pivot. <laughs> Very smooth. <laughs> I I, removed from movies. I didn't realize you meant, I was trying to, th- I thought you meant psychologically removed and spiritually removed. I didn't realize you meant physically removed. Yes, I have felt physically removed from movies in, during the, in the duration of time that movie theaters were not open. Right. And I was right. not allowed to be inside them. Well, they're open now. Yes, they are. Some of them are open, but like I've, but you, as I've said on this show before, we've suffered a, big hit. We've lost the beloved Arclight. So I went, I really wanted to see a movie last Friday. You know the feeling when you're like worried something's going to be stressful and then it turns out to be more stress. It turned out to be worse. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I really wanted to see a movie. The only movies out right now are Quiet Place 2, Cruella, the new Saw starring and written by Chris Rock. I can't see Saw movies because of torture. I think there's a new Angelina Jolie movie, but I can't quite get a handle on what, if it's a new one or if it's a TV thing that got, but I can't understand what it is. And so mm-hmm. Quiet Place 2 and Cruella, I understand immediately what those are. Those feel like movies. It feels like the movies are back. And then when I went to actually get a ticket, every single movie theater in Los Angeles proper was sold out. Wow. There was no seats. And then one time at the very end, I saw a row of four seats. And I went to click, and I someone must have been doing it the exact same time because it was sold out. So, Because what happens is as soon as you get a ticket, they X out the ones around you. So two seats means six seats are taken. Right. So you never went? No, I did. I ended up, there's a theater called, a famous theater here called Man's Chinese, which I've never even seen a movie yet because I didn't know it actually offered movies. And so I ended up going there to see Quiet Place 2. That's where they put their... Fingers and the... Handprints. So they actually show actual movies there. Yes. And so we went, because I'm also, like, have been locked inside for a year, everything seemed... Like, I was studying the handprints closer than I ever have. Whose handprints? Everyone's. Abbott and Costello and Humphrey Bogart and Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep has very little feet. Her her shoes were so small. Oh, they put Um, their feet in, too? You put your feet and your 
hands. She had little hands. She had little feet. Dainty little hands. Dainty little feet. And a lot of the women have heels, so it's just like the front of the heel and then the little dot in the back. Hmm. Is the Donald Duck's handprints? I always get confused over there because some are like real people and some are not real people. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think they are all real people, though. I didn't see Donald Duck's. Okay, maybe it's the stars that are not real people. You know, it's like Clark Gable, Mickey Mouse. That's true. I, I think the new thing is that, like, they do movie franchises because everything gets ruined and nothing's good anymore. The more recent ones are, like, blocks of movies. So there was an Avenger square with all the people, and then there was Hunger Games itself at one, and that was what you step over to enter man's Chinese, and that felt bad. And that's there permanently. Yeah, it's cement. Okay. And then we went into Man's Chinese, and Man's Chinese has a sound system that feels like like a video game at a bowling alley that has terrible sound. Um, and you were, like, doing a driving game or something, and the sound system's really low quality and really loud. That's what Man's sounds like. It's really—the it's, screen is so enormous, and it's so loud. It's really jarring. Everything sounds like it has too much bass. Um, and even Quiet Place was really pretty loud for a movie that's about uh, silence. Wow. But we did it. We did it. We uh, got popcorn. Everyone pretty much took their masks off as soon as they sat down. It felt good. It did ultimately feel good. It felt—it wasn't what I would have chosen for my first movie back, but it still felt good to be watching a movie. Well, it's a start. Yeah, it's a start. Okay, but if it's a start, that's okay. I just don't want it to be a finish because I don't trust— the powers that be, I don't want this to be like, we're done. You guys got movies. Just It's always going to be a little unpleasant. It's good enough. This will be it. I'm not necessarily an optimist, although sometimes I play one here. But I, I, I do think it's probably going to get better. Mm. This is just the start. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really worried about people coming back to places that they left and like whoever got to hold on while everybody was gone. If you managed to survive during COVID and it wasn't for good reasons, you're, you now will dominate in a post-COVID world. I feel like I also didn't, I didn't leave. I stayed the entire time. And I and, and it's weird to watch people return and be like, and I just have been having the feelings of, did I, did I take advantage of a pandemic era city enough? Because that might, that'll be the last time I ever get to like, Maybe get a new apartment or... I think you need to come to Chapel Hill, go to Silver Spot Cinemas. I think you'll have a good ex- experience, I think. I'm going to be driving across to New York. Oh, do you um, do you want to take a detour to North Carolina? Maybe, to go to the movie theater. What if I were just to stop, take a detour, go to the movie theater and didn't tell you I was in town? That'd be fine, honestly. <laughs> no, I mean, not, none, no, enough, I didn't mean that in an offensive way. Just like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'd be anxious if you <laughs> no. were coming and I'd be, you know, it just, it would be, <laughs> I'd be relieved. You'd tell me, you'd be like, I was here and I didn't call. I'd be like, oh, that's fine. You know, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about though sometimes? Yeah, of course. I do that to people all the time. I don't tell them because I don't want to bother them. I don't know what my route's going to be when I drive across country and I don't know what I'm going to see. So if people have recommendations. Yeah, hit hit uh, hit us up. Uh, contact at electionprofitmakers.com. And uh, if you have a particular route, it's Starly. And I'll have the dogs, places to take dogs, good hotels to stay in, campsites, restaurants, movie theaters. Well, that's exciting. You, you're going cross country and David is is somewhere. 
undisclosed. Mars, yeah. And uh, I still haven't gone anywhere. You moved. Yes. And maybe your furniture that you're trying to sell on Facebook Marketplace will have an exciting life. Maybe that's going to go somewhere exciting. Yeah. The White House. No, it sounds like it's going to a UNC student. That's going to be so fun, though. A UNC student, like, think of your furniture, the life that your furniture is going to live in that UNC student's dorm or house or apartment. They're starting out on life for the first time. It's Mm post-COVID, so they get to go to games. They get to fall in love. They get to maybe get heartbroken. There's going to be movie nights. Everyone's piled on. All the friends are piled on it. Yeah, they go to basketball games. They get to storm Franklin Street when Carolina beats Duke. Um, they get to not have certain professors get tenure. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a huge thing that your furniture will witness. They get to be on the right side of history by protesting against when someone doesn't get tenure. That's right. Could you get a feel for the grandmother, what side of history she was on? Oh, she was on the right side Great. of history, definitely. Oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. I just think it's exciting that those chairs have their whole life ahead of them. You're right. It's making me feel better about how little money I got for it. Life's not about money, John. It, uh, no, it— Although I am so in the green with my Catherine Garcia. You're crushing it, and I got to get back to it. Do you still think it's not Yang? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be Yang. It never was going to be Yang. I said that I thought it would be Adams. Uh, I'm, I'm less sure about that now. But I'm still, still pretty confident that it's not going to be Yang. This is your Mayor of Easttown theory. I'm going to watch it. No, you don't need to watch it now. You can't watch a show like that that already, you already know the killer. There's no, don't. I already forgot what you said. Yeah, but like, I think the fun of that kind of show is watching it when other people are watching it. It has an expiration date a little bit. That. Okay, so that you're saying like, I can't, I've never watched Lost. That doesn't, that doesn't have an expiration date because it's about how time is a flat circle. Mm, that's a different one. I thought that was Lost. Yeah, that's True Detective. Lost is more like time can go up or down or sideways. Or In Lost, time is not a flat circle. It's a very three-dimensional circle. Okay, so I got to watch Lost. That's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. True Detective, that's never going to happen. True Detective, you could watch because you could watch one season of it because only one season of it is good. And you could watch that season. Okay. Who do you think will do best at the debate? Well, I'm trying to predict what's going to happen on Predict It, and I'm thinking that Yang surges on Predict It because I think the Yang gang will just be fired up by whatever silly thing he does. Will Scott Stringer surge enough for me to, like, make a tiny little profit for my sixth sense of investment? Like a dead cat bounce? Mm, don't like that. I think he feels like he's done. Uh, so he could have a little bounce, but he's not— He's not coming back. He's done. Yeah. Um, I just want to, I just need to get back up to six or seven cents. Okay. Or you could just lose a couple pennies and be all right. I know. You're okay. Every penny I lose goes against me buying the arc light. You're making so much money on Garcia. <laughs> I'll make the most money if she wins. How much? Um, I'll make four hundred dollars if she wins. Good lord. But nine hundred dollars if Scott Stringer wins. I'll make ninety one dollars. You know what almost happened to me today? I almost lost the predicted mobile about 10 minutes before we started recording today. Went out to grab some uh, five-hour energy and was coming back in my brand-new car. Oh. And a deer ran right in front of me. 
it was almost Memorial Day for that deer. I don't like that. And Memorial Day for my car. Mm, I could live with that. You could live with that. I could live with that over the deer being having Memorial Day. I know. Day. I didn't want either one. I you know, honestly, I I felt bad for the deer, and, but I you know I felt bad for the car. But you didn't hit the. I did not. No. But you you got your car is pristine so far. There's no dents and no scratches. Mm-mm. It's pristine. I'm kind of a car guy now. Um, <laughs> really? Oh, really? Yeah. I um I <laughs> I go on um, Amazon the, uh, website where you can buy things, and you can um, buy uh, products for your car, and and I buy them. What kind? Like Rain X for your windshield, so you don't have to use your windshield wipers, and the the rain just feeds right off, and then. Something from this company called Chemical Guys that make your tires shine. This is yeah. what you're doing? Yeah. Really wish I had a garage. Because we have so many trees around here. And trees, they cause a lot of, they make things dirty. Yeah. We should cut them down. We should replace them. No, I don't want to cut them down. With banks. I don't, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay, here's a, something I came up with the other day. In the old days, like in colonial days, before we were a country, you were, if you owned property, you were responsible for the upkeep of the road in front of your property. So you had to like go out and fix the potholes or whatever. I mean, it was sort of like a socialist type system. And I noticed that every year around here, we have this horrible pollen and it's, it's you know, for a, a six weeks or so. And then every single street sign in town is just covered in dirt and pollen. And it just, it looks horrible. Uh, and then it just gets caked on and it's there all year. And the street signs need to be washed. And I, I my proposal is that if you have a street sign on in front of your house or whatever, that you should wash it. You have to get on a stepladder and just clean the stop sign in your front yard. Well, you just have to do it once a year. Mm. Is that a bad idea? No, I like it. it. It seems fun. Yeah, I think that should definitely be a thing. How do we make that happen? But as soon as you try to make it a thing, people will be like, don't tell us how to what to do. We don't have to clean our signs. Right, right. You have to come up with something that makes them want to clean it without them knowing that you're telling them they have to. If anybody has any ideas for how I could make that happen, contact at electionprofitmakers.com or if they've heard of anything like that. I actually thought of an invention once that street signs should come with, you know, like when you buy a new computer or a new watch or a new iPhone or whatever, it's got a piece of plastic on it and then you peel that plastic off. So every street sign would have like 10 sheets of plastic and every January 1st or whatever, you would just peel one layer of the plastic off and then you'd have a brand new looking stop sign. But that would still involve the stepladder. So once you're on the stepladder, you might as well clean it. Exactly. Like just and that's <laughs> paper towel. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I said. I was like, I'm I'm overthinking this. I don't need to get 3M involved to develop this thing. <laughs> Let's just take a sponge and clean the stop sign. Are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. it. Seems so satisfying. I love that. There's no satisfying kind of clean than the kind. Yeah. You could put a sponge on the end of a pole and then reach up and do it. So you would need a stepladder so no, it could be even less dangerous. Yeah, like a squeegee thing. I feel like it's more like a sponge attached to the broom. A mop. A sponge. A sponge on a stick. Yeah. 
Isn't that a mop? I'm picturing it slightly different. Those exist, or this is something I have to invent? I think it exists. Election Profit Makers is executive produced by Dan Powell, Rich Corson, Alex Bach, with help from Kat Iosa and Houston Snyder. Support our Patreon at patreon.com slash electionprofitmakers. The only way we get paid to make this show is through Patreon. So when you're supporting our Patreon, you are keeping this show going. We really appreciate it. Or if you follow us on Twitter, for every follow I get on Twitter, I get $1. That's not true. Sign up for Predicted at predicted.org slash promo slash EPM20, and you will receive $20 in matching funds. And send your election prediction questions. Contact at electionprofitmakers.com. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Overcast, um, other things that people listen to. I feel like we've never given them proper um, thanks for the reviews. Thank you for the reviews. Are they good? My daughter is 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 not thinking I'm cool. I go in and read her a review. Uh, and just say, you know, I'm pretty cool. These people think I'm all right. How does she know that the person who wrote the review review is cool? I don't know, but it's the only thing I have, so can I just (laughs) let let me have this? You got the car. Got the shiny tires. Yeah, I do, but it's going to rain this week. It's going to look like crap. Doesn't she think I'm cool? Yeah, yeah. That's not helping me. That's helping you. And I hope everyone had a wonderful Memorial Day or a sad Memorial Day, whichever one you wanted. Um, <laughs> I, hope you swung, I hope you swung in a hammock. Yeah, or maybe went to the beach or something. Yeah, more a ha- hammock seems better to me. All right. So we'll see you guys next week. David will be back. We actually have a surprise uh, in store for you guys next week. I don't know. I, I don't want to pump it up too much, but it's, it might be fun. Yeah. Bye. Bye.